Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We're going to answer a question from one of our listeners, and this is also an invitation to you to send any questions you would like to have either played on the air, if you send us an audio, or to have us read on the air. You can send it to us by email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And let us know if we can use your name or not, and we'll get this on the air. Uh, Michelle has sent us both an audio and um, email, and thank goodness she typed it out because we didn't get the audio. And um, thank you for your patience on this, Michelle. We had a little technical difficulty the first time it was recorded. So here we go again, and it should be all set. Well, let's not keep this any longer. Michelle, we're going to get to your question right now. Michelle writes to us, I like to use goals and plans to move me forward in different aspects of my life. However, I find my anxiety increases when I look at the plans and goals I set every three months compared to where I am at that point in time in the quarter. I feel so overwhelmed. While I know goal setting is a great exercise, part of me knows it creates anxiety and leads me to ask, do I need this extra anxiety? So my question is, How can I be flexible and fluid enough when setting my goals so when I check in, I don't feel overwhelmed and I still hit those goals at the end of the three months? Am I being too rigid? Are my expectations of myself too high? Am I a type A personality, a high achiever type? Any guidance and tips you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for writing, Michelle. That is a great question. And I'm sure other listeners have that same concern, the balance of where am I putting too much effort and or am I being too lax? Sometimes we feel like if we're not anxious that we won't get things done. So this is a great thing to for us to talk about a little bit today. And I want to invite everybody that's listening to jump in over at the Facebook group. And under, we post these um, podcasts every time they come out. And if you want to jump in and discuss this with us, we would love to hear how you deal with goal setting or if you have any questions about what we talk about today. So what comes to mind for me, Michelle, and everyone who has this um, thought about um, are my expectations uh, set too high and worrying if you are a type A personality or a high achiever. First, let me say, um, it's not so much about setting the expectations high. It's okay to really want to achieve and to set 
goals, even lofty goals. Um, and does that mean you're a type A personality? Well, you may be or you may not be. That that has a lot to do with some other issues too. But um, we can have uh, our personality type. We can have our goals that we set and we can still deal with them in a calm and present manner. And so how do we do that? Uh, some of the things that come to mind immediately for me, I have three tips I want to leave here. And it's we want to look out for attachment, we want to be on the watch for obsession, and we want to avoid black and white thinking. So let's look at those uh, one at a time. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. First, being aware of attachment. And when I say that, I mean, be aware of attachment to the outcome. So how do we do that? We uh, we have to set goals, even if they're just in our mind, in order to move forward. We actually make an, an intention to do anything. Um, one of the beautiful aspects uh, of walking meditation is seeing that very clearly, because when we slow down and do a walking meditation, we actually begin to see where we split up the pieces where we had an intention to lift our leg and our foot up off the ground. Um, so we have intentions, we have goals, no matter how small or how large. What we want to do is not be attached to the outcome. What does that mean? It means that we are going to do our best to lay our plan, to lay out our map of where we are and where we would like to go. And we're going to plan out the steps, especially Michelle is talking about, um, it sounds like she's got quarters. This is beginning to sound like perhaps work. Um, and maybe there are things that are mapped out for 
us ahead of time, right? Work or uh, things that need to be done for family members. And so we map it out. We have it laid out in front of us and we can see it. And maybe the steps in between that need to also be accomplished to get there. And the planning piece of this is all done in the current moment, in the now. We are planning, we are mapping this out. And what we do then is we know that we have done our best to lay it out. We've mapped it on the uh, map. We saw the steps that need to be taken. And then we let go of the outcome. Now, that seems like uh, maybe uh, odd to some people. I've had uh, people who just don't quite get that. Like, how do you let go of the outcome? How do you even get to where you want to go if you let go of the outcome? Well, sometimes letting go of the outcome takes us to an even better place or a we. We knocked out that goal easily and we went further or we um, accomplished it uh, quickly and with ease and in less time or maybe the direction itself completely changes and takes us to something um, even better. So we let go of the outcome, meaning that we do our best to plan to do the work involved, to take each step as it comes without worrying, without living in the future of how is it going to work out? How is it going to happen? When we have done our best, made our plan, we can just let go of the outcome. It does take a little practice, but I would love to have people uh, join us in the Facebook group and tell us how you have gotten there yourself and some of the smaller steps that you took to remember to let go of the outcome. The second piece that I want to address is um, that we want to watch for obsession setting in. Um, Oh, and that shows up in all kinds of shapes and colors. Obsession can come with us never being happy with achieving a goal or a small step toward a goal. It's always um, sort of seeing it, but kind of um, blowing it off, saying, well, yeah, but I still have to do X, Y, and Z. Or, yes, maybe I achieved my goal, but now I have to do this, you know, this other goal and bigger thing. And that can lead us, I mean, that can be a natural part of it, but when we notice that it's a problem is when we are not taking the moment to be joyful in what we did accomplish. It's very important, especially when we have set goals, that we treat ourselves well and pat ourselves on the back that we achieved them, that we got there, that we can even reflect back over the map that took us there. And see what steps worked and what steps didn't. That can be great for our next project or our next goal setting. Um, we can also see then that of how we let go of the outcome and how that was helpful to us because other things were able to come in and maybe move us along better or move us into a different direction. So watch for obsession setting in. It can also show up as always needing a new goal 
never being satisfied with what has been accomplished. Now, um, there's this turns into a place of where we need to be a little balanced or I like the word harmonious better. We need to be harmonious in this that in that we worked hard, but then we took the joy uh, of of accomplishment, that we took a moment of space in between. You know, music would sound horrible if there were no spaces between the notes. There is got to be a breathing space. It's like breathing in itself. We don't always inhale. We have to also exhale. And so we want to have that kind of harmony in our harmony in our life, a harmonious being with our goals. Enjoy what happened, enjoy what you did accomplish, see what you can do better if you miss the mark, see where you can change things up for the next time. And um and be happy for a moment. Enjoy the fact that something did get done. And the third piece I want to talk about is avoiding black and white thinking. And this happens a lot with things like goal setting and accomplishing things because we either feel like we are on track or we're off track. We're either, either a high achiever or not an achiever or a slouch. We're type A personality or we're not. And life is not black and white. And so these were great points that Michelle brought up around being, am I a high achiever? Am I a type A personality? Or are my expectations of myself too high? They are not. And the type A personality is not a problem if you can learn to have the balance and harmony that we were just talking about and blending life, the blacks and the whites, life turns out to be very much lived in that gray area. If we looked at those colors on a very large spectrum with black on the left and white on the right, we would see that there's a huge continuum and much of life is those things blended. Uh, it's not always one way or the other. Many times, and especially when we're setting goals and trying to achieve them, there can be different ways that we can move. And sometimes we have to zig and zag as we're going along, such as following a map and we realize that there's construction and we have to move in a different direction. It's okay. That's just part of it. We can't be um, concrete and blast through and try to uh, barrel through a construction zone just because we wanted to go on that road. That's where our map was taking us. We learn to zig and zag and it brings um, new opportunities. It brings different perspectives. We get to see a lot of life that we may have missed when we have to zig and zag. We we get to see new things. So always look at that as, look at those challenges and those obstacles as possible bright lights, possible new things coming into your world. Yes, they're inconvenient and they may take more time and it may slow you down on your uh, reaching the goal at the timeline you had set but it may also bring much inspiration and possibility for your next project or your next goal. 
So I hope some of this answered your question, Michelle. I want to finish up by uh, just touching in on our acronym RAIN because I think it really can help us out here when we're looking at um, goals and achieving things in life. We want to use uh, the RAIN in this way. R, we want to recognize the experience. And this means recognizing both the planning of the goal and the actual moving toward the goal. Recognize each step of the experience. Allow the experience to be as it is, is our A. Allow the experience to be as it is. Roadblock? Well, we're going to have to zig or zag. Just allow it to be. I. Investigate with curiosity. So investigate the steps along the way. Uh, use your curiosity as to, oh, I didn't expect this. This I expected this to happen sooner and it hasn't. Um, you know, investigate it with curiosity, not with judgment. It's the judgment part of looking at our goals and our plans that, that take us down. Oh, you should have had this done by now. It can be more like, Oh, I wonder what I can do to speed this up. Or I wonder why that other piece took me longer than I expected. You have curiosity. There's no judgment here. All we're doing is moving forward and moving toward things that we had laid out for ourselves. And the N in RAIN stands for natural awareness from non-identification. And that takes us back to our wanting to be aware of attachment to the outcome. We want to have an awareness um, that is a natural, open awareness, and we have that from non-identification. We are not our goal. We are not a better person because we reached our goal, and we are not any less of a person because we did not reach our goal. That goals and uh, plans are uh, guidelines and they are maps, but they are not who we are. So we want to have that natural awareness and be non-identified with that goal. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us. I hope this has been helpful. This is something we all do, Michelle, so I so appreciate you sending the question and letting us uh, dig in with it a little while here. I hope that everyone is working um, toward keeping their anxiety at bay by facing it, by accepting it, by floating with it as it does come, and by getting a feel for having the time in between when we were anxious or when we had panic and uh, enjoying that space and remembering that if that space came once, it will come again. So I hope everyone has a amazing rest of your day. I hope you are listening to other podcasts as you need them. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.